0: Hey everyone. I am Joe De Hoyos. I am the host of Beyond the Woodline, and tonight I have with me Angie Papura from a Paranormal Quest. How are you doing, Angie?
1: I am wonderful, Joe. Thank you for having me
0: on. Yeah, thank you, man. It was really cool talking to you. Right now, before we came on the air, a lot of interesting subjects we can touch on. <laughs> but uh, just right off the bat, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and what actually got you into this, you know, little crazy field that we're both involved in.
1: My grandmother. Um, my grandmother always was spiritual, that's a nice word for it, and, um, she always told me that there are things that you cannot see, but they're always around, so be careful what you say, and, um, I grew up doing tarot cards, and I was interested in, um, witchcraft and dogmen and werewolves and everything. I was the weird kid. And uh, you know, it just kind of progressed from there and I don't know. I like I like solving puzzles and I think going after cryptids and ghosts and stuff is is fun.
0: Have you had any experiences with cryptids?
1: Well Uh, Back in like 1978, 1979, I think I saw a Thunderbird outside Carlsbad, New Mexico. Um, It was a huge, it it was not a normal bird. It was huge. And like we were in a Lincoln Mark IV. You know how big those are? Well, the shadow that it cast was bigger than the car. So... um, and, you know, I think, I think I saw that, and I think I saw a UFO in New Mexico. Um, we used to live in West Texas, and we were always in New Mexico, so, it's, uh, but a lot of things happened. Like, I think, like, the UFO was a spot, and then it shot straight up, and then it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And...
0: What about like in the paranormal field? What uh, was there? The haunted
1: house. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, one year ago in uh, April, I walked in here. My father-in-law just passed away. We inherited the house, and um, I walked into the kitchen. Me and my my son was sixteen at the time, and then we went to go walk down the hallway to come out of the kitchen. And there was a t- uh, a steel t- tea kettle on the stove, and it flew off onto into the hallway at me. And I'm pretty sure that was my mother-in-law because she's not happy I'm in her house. Um, we actually had to put witch balls up in the windows. I don't know if you know what those are.
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with that.
1: Um, actually you maybe uh, yes. um which balls are a protection for your house from the spirits that live in the house <clears throat> this has a lot of sheetrock dust on it um it has pine sage ribbon, some of my hair, uh, and we put these up in all the windows because of the amount of paranormal activity going on. Uh, my son wears glasses, his glasses, he can take them off next to his bed, and they end up downstairs. Um, we have doors slammed. Uh, this room and the room that me and my husband share are the two most active room. The closet is blocked back there because it continually opens and then slams. It gets a little annoying. So, I blocked it. Uh, my daughter had her butt grabbed in the attic.
0: Huh.
1: Like she felt somebody's hand on her butt. My daughter's 28. Huh. Um, somebody shoved her down the stairs going down to the basement. Um uh, my son hears his name called all the time. It's you know it's a hundred right. and seventy seven year old house. Right. There's bound to be spirits.
0: Right.
1: Um we do live in New Jersey, so it's an older part of the country. So
0: Yeah. Yes. You're up there with uh with a Jersey devil, huh?
1: <laughs> um, actually that's in South Jersey. That's like two and a half hours away from me.
0: Really? New okay. Jersey's
1: a big state. Nobody realized that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But they do have some uh, what do you call it? They have Jersey Devil Whiskey. What is that? Jersey Devil Whiskey. It's, really
0: Devil whiskey. it's oh, okay. whiskey
1: and brandy mixed together. It's really oh. good. In case you come to Jersey, we'll go get some.
0: Right. I need to look that up so I can find me some. Um. It's
1: called Jersey Devil spirit. Okay. Okay. And uh it's it's really smooth, it's good. Um my best friend who is a witch, um, she can't come in my house. No. No. She gets so much negative energy when she comes in my house that she goes to sleep for two or three days while she's there. After she's
0: been here. Right. You think you just have that many spirits in the house? Yeah.
1: I think well, there's well, there's 177 years of people, and I know for a fact that seven people have died in this house. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Over that period of time, there's been seven people, yeah. who, and I know two of them are related to my husband. His mom and his dad died here, yeah. and uh, but it's a uh, it's a, not, it's a beautiful home, but it's very full of spirits. Yeah. And they're not happy.
0: Okay. Um, do you ever try to move them along, or do you let them be?
1: Um, I have tried to move them along, but they don't want to go. And as you know, you cannot make a spirit move on unless they want to. go. Um, and we have burned Black Sage. We've put black salt, burned tons of oil and candles and everything else, trying to get them to back off. And I think it just aggravates them. So we've kind of stopped that, except for the witch balls, of course. Um, But they do smell good. They're very piney smelling. Uh, It's. It's unnerving sometimes because you wake up and you, you know how whenever somebody is standing over your bed and you know it but you're not awake.
0: Yeah.
1: We get that every night. Um. My dog won't. I have a pit bull. Um. She won't sleep in my son's room. And she's his dog. That's an She's an autism support dog. Uh. She won't sleep in the room with him. She does not like that.
0: Yeah, I've uh, uh, a house that I used to live in. It, it was haunted, and uh, I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I saw uh, a dark figure standing over my bed. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and we knew who it was. It was the previous owners. Uh, they were the only owners of that particular house. Um, they lived in there their whole life. They bought it like right after World War II. They died in their 90s, and uh, we we moved in. I don't know three, four years after they passed, which no one had lived in there for all that time, oh, until, and until we moved in, and I mean right away we started having activity, and um, so yeah, you know it was it, it was them, but it wasn't nothing, uh, evil or bad or with bad intent anyway, you know, I have to it was. Turn my hair. I'm it was, just
1: gonna turn off my camera. That's all I'm doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were there to um, to get our attention, I think.
1: Well, I I mean if somebody has that much of an attachment to the house, they're not they're not going to leave. That's their house and it doesn't matter how nicely you ask or how many times you command, they're not going to leave. Yeah. So it's uh but some of it is very very scary because my son is Um, My son is 17, he's autistic, but he's like on the high end of autism, Um, but he really does hear his name. He's like, mom, uh, why were you in the attic? I'm like, dude, our attic stairs are broken. You can't get to the attic. Why were you in the attic, mom? I wasn't in the attic. Why? Mom, I heard you standing over my room. Yelling at me to come up to the attic, I went, dude. I was not in the attic. I'm not in the attic. And then he hears this. He hears somebody calling for him downstairs in the basement. I'm like, listen. You hear your name called. Just say, "What do you want?" Because one of us will answer. Right. And if we don't answer, that means that's not us calling you.
0: Right. Is he hearing it like audibly, or is he? He is
1: audibly hearing it that he's like, "Um, mom, because he came running down the stairs today because um, I was busy. I was cleaning up the living room and stuff. And he's like, what? You've called my name like five times. I mean, he's 17. Right. And I'm like, I have not said your name. Why? You're screaming my name. I'm like, dude, I am not. I'm not even thinking about you. I had on five-finger death Punch.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, he's like, Mom, I was in my room, and I heard you go, Dominic. I went, dude, not me. I yeah. said, you need to tell them to leave you alone. Yeah. You're going to have to tell them to leave you alone. I think it's his grandmother um, or his aunt, because my bro- my husband's sister passed away last year, too. So I think they're all here and they're not happy that I'm here. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you or your son have any gifts or uh, abilities?
1: My son has the ability to see auras and I am a... I don't know how to say this. I'm an old witch. Like, I, I practice old magic, but I'm also a Christian. I walk two paths simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up practicing magic, and I've gotten pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can uh, I can manipulate electronics whenever I'm angry.
0: Okay. Mm. But well, Donna can see your order. So. <laughs> okay, well, I won't make you mad. <laughs> <laughs> What um what does people that know you, how do they feel about that? You're a witch and you're a Christian. What is is that like?
1: There have been some people that are like, I don't understand how you do two things and I'm like, because it's really if you look at Catholicism, which we're Catholic, my husband's Italian, so we're Catholic. Um I said if you look at Catholicism and you look at all of the symbolic
0: what?
1: the symbolism behind Catholicism, it's all pagan. Right. Because if you look at every church, there's sun, moon, stars, there are um the altar is built off of the pagan altar. Um, the statues are all based off every holiday that Christians celebrate is based off of um pagan magic. Right. So it, it's really not that hard to walk too fast. Right. And I just have to wear a long sleeve shirt to church because right. this is a protection symbol for me and my husband, our marriage. Um it says my husband's name and my name, and it's the triple goddess. And I got this because of the problems we were having with my mother-in-law when she was alive. So, But my friends are like, you need a spell done? Go ask Angie, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, I I do know a lot of people who are uh, into witchcraft or who are practicing witches and who are Christians. And uh, it's not... Uh, it it's it's not a conflict of interest as people I think what most people would think it's you know yeah. no. I guess it could be if somebody made it that way, but it's really not you know uh,
1: you can you can bastardize anything right um you know if you if you look at the origins of like like I'm from Texas like you are um if you look at the santa the way that um, it was practiced back in the old day and the way it is now, it is two different things. Right. Santeria is actually a very beautiful... Their, um, their ceremonies um, and their altars are absolutely beautiful. Right. And But it gets twisty with twisted people. It's and,
0: and TV, Hollywood, certainly... Exactly. You know, puts its own spin on it. And you know what has gotten a bad rap, and it's really not a a bad thing, is uh, seances. You know, people who perform seances, you would think that they're doing some kind of like devil worshiping, according to Hollywood, you know. and That's not really the case. Now, yeah. are there some people that may do some strange things during a seance? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. But overall, it's not uh, anything evil, you know. Um, no you know it's uh, it's 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 actually can be a very good thing and a very positive thing for those people that are involved you know uh but yeah, i think, I think like
1: it's the victorian era too because during the I, victorian era they had parties that revolved around séances and and fortune tellers and magicians and witches and stuff like that the victorian age was the golden age for witches yeah and you know because of American Puritanical roots. Being a witch is not a good, wasn't a good thing until here, maybe the past five, ten years.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, you didn't tell anybody you were a witch. You know, you got your kids would be picked on at school, and like I've, all of my children have gifts, right. all of them. Right. Um. Most of, the, mo- I have, I have three children. And all three of them have gifts. Only one uses them openly, which is my seventeen year old son. And he's been raised with it. Like, you know, he's done ceremony. He's um you know, my my sweet little Catholic husband has been thrown into ceremonies. Mm-hmm. And we did a hand fasting like five years ago. And uh, you know, but it was very it was very cool and but being a witch means that you are do you know what witch means
0: um what does it mean
1: the literal definition of witch is wise woman okay we were doctors we were midwives in right. the middle ages if you if your village got the plague if you had right. a witch in your village you didn't get the plague because right. they knew how to use the herbs they knew how to make medicine to where you weren't going to get the plague. You know, it's it's scary to think how many people have died because of ignorance.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like I said, I think in the last what you know five years or so, it's become more accepted, and I I like that it has because I think it opens up a whole new world to a bunch of people who've never really mm-hmm. thought about that lifestyle, you know? And, uh, <laughs> you know, and like I said, you know, if you look at Hollywood, you'll, you'll, you'll get the wrong ideal about it, you know, but yeah, it's, it's really not a bad thing. And, uh, it's actually, I think a very beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It
1: is. And, uh, you know, people are not really able to light their candles with their fingers and, um, we don't write for them write firm yeah um I would love to write a poem though
0: that would be awesome. yeah, that, that, that would be totally cool. um
1: but you know people people see movies like the craft and then they see shows like charmed and all this other stuff and they're like oh you know that's that is being a Hollywood witch being a real witch means you have to read a lot of books I have a lot of uh herb books And I have a lot of spell books. And you have to learn how to um, mix stuff together without making yourself sick. I know. I would love to write on brooms, Like, that that would be my ultimate goal is to write a broom. And I can't. I cannot make a love spell. I can make a lust spell. You know. I mean, I can do that. But you don't want a love spell. 'Cause a love spell turns into an obsession. And then you can't get rid of them.
0: Yeah, I've got like uh I don't know, seven, eight books on witchcraft and spells and stuff like that. Like like The Green Witch and the Wicca Book of Spells, um and a bunch of different other little books about witchcraft too, you know. Which I don't tell a lot of people, but you know. But I've also recently got into like the Reiki healing and stuff like that and trying to learn that. Do you learn any of that or have you learned any of that?
1: Um, no, but I have had um, Reiki done to me and it is amazing and it made me feel so much better. That's good. So um, I do want to warn people you're going to hear a lot of stuff about the Ouija board and all that unless you know exactly what you're doing mm-hmm. by having a real Not a, hey, I'm a witch, but I'm a witch. There to guide you and to help you. Don't play with a Ouija board. Because you don't know how to close the portal. Then you have to get somebody who knows what they're doing to come and close the portal. And you don't know what comes through there.
0: Right.
1: So please don't play with a Ouija board unless you know exactly what you're doing. I had the Ouija board tell me a year before I had my oldest daughter, February seventeenth, you're gonna have a little girl, you're gonna have a little boy, um, you know, you're and I'm like, There's no way. And February seventeenth of the next year. Do you consider a spirit to be a spirit box? Oh, a spirit I'm sorry. Maybe I should put on my.
0: Do <laughs> you know a spell for eyesight? <laughs> I wish
1: I did. Um, I can see 900 miles away, but I can't see it.
0: Yeah, same here. Um,
1: do I consider a spirit box to be a digital reader? No. No. Um, I consider it to be a tool to help you um, talk. Because sometimes ghosts just need to talk. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they just need I'm trying to silence my phone. Um sometimes they just need to tell you what they need to move on.
0: Right.
1: And they may have unf- Listen, the best the best ghost movie I've ever seen is Casper. Mm-hmm. And it's because Casper had unfinished business. And once his biz- once he got everything done, he went on, and her mother went on, and um, I think that ghosts need to talk sometimes. Right. If I'm talking too much, so much
0: shut up. No, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but you know what? He brings up an interesting point about the spirit box and the Ouija board. They're both tools, and they're both used to talk to spirits or people on the other side. Um, what would be the difference? I guess the difference, at least in my, that I'm thinking about it, is that the Ouija board, you're actually opening up? Is is, is, is that what you're doing? As, yes. as opposed to a spirit box, you're talking to a spirit yes. that's already there?
1: Yes, because whenever you are playing with the Ouija board, you're actually opening up a portal so that a spirit can come through or a demon can come through and speak to you by going on the board. But a spirit box is just there to, honestly, most of the time you don't, you hear garble. You don't hear real things on a, you know, but a Ouija board, they can actually spell out and all that. But, yeah, spirit, you know, spirit boxes are a good tool. Um, I wouldn't trust all of them because how do you go to France with a spirit board, with a spirit box? And they're speaking English, and you're in France. Hmm. See what I mean, right? Yeah. Um, I think they're a good tool. I think yeah. if they're used right, they can be a good tool. Yeah. But no, I don't think they're the same. thing.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think EVP sessions are along the, line, uh, along the same line as you know, Ouija board, spirit box. You're still communicating with spirit. You know? Yeah. Now I know, yeah, like, uh, yeah. people who have done like EVPs, they've they've picked up different languages, you know, and that's that's pretty cool in in itself. I think you know yes. when you're somewhere, uh, whether it's New Orleans and you're picking up French, you know, or you're here in Texas picking up Spanish, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's pretty validating and and showing that it's pretty genuine. Yeah.
1: I want. I would love to go to New Orleans and do a whole seance thing down the French Quarter, and I would love, if I could find a way for it not to be disrespectful, I would love to do a seance at, um, or even an EVP session spirit box at the Alamo. But I don't know how to do that without being disrespectful.
0: Right, Right. And anybody
1: outside the state of Texas, you will not understand what I mean by that. But,
0: Right, from Texas Right, yeah, yeah, um, I actually know that they do like like ghost tours around the Alamo, you know, all that little area, the river walk. I would things. love to go on one of those. Yeah, yeah, because you know the Alamo was, you know, it was huge. People see it on on. Uh,
1: they see the little mission.
0: Yeah, they, they, yeah, this little bit of thing. It was actually a pretty huge compound. Yes,
1: yeah, you know.
0: yeah, it was. And and, I, and I they're really, still finding stuff whenever they do any kind of construction. They still find stuff, you know. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, you got to figure there was 5,000 Mexicans against 183 um, Texans or Texicans. And how many bullets did they fire? How many, you know, all of them had, everybody carried around glass glass bottles and,
0: right. you know, they all
1: had pots to eat out of. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah, they're going to be finding stuff for years to come.
0: What are some places, uh, that, that you've gone to investigate or do you do investigations at all?
1: Um, I have not done investigations in a very, very long time because I, um, my son, like I said, my son is autistic and it was very hard to get away from him because separation anxiety part of it. Um, but I would love to get back to investigations. Um. I'm invited all the time. Like, I have people come and do that. Dude. So, but now that he's almost 18 and he actually likes his dad now, um, you know, because that was a whole thing. Right. Um, I would love to start calling up my paranormal friends and going, hey, I want to come. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Because I'm sensitive. Um, My... I'll give you a perfect example. We used to live in Oklahoma and we went into this house and my dad would always, I didn't understand why my dad would take me with him to go look for a house when we were moving. And he's like, we, we went to the house, the realtor's there. We opened the door and I'm like, no, I can't go in there. My dad is like, why? And I'm like, oh my God, my chest hurts. I was 10. I'm like, I don't know, but my chest hurts. Like, I can't breathe. And the woman's just looking at me like, "What? what is wrong with this child? And my dad, wa- my dad's like, just go sit down in the truck. You'll be fine. And he talks to the realtor. Sure enough, two people died in that house. I just didn't realize that I was, I didn't know there was a name for it. Okay. Because, you know, like my grandmother would tell me, stuff about like Germany and Ireland and all this whenever I was little, but she didn't explain how she knew or like she would pick up the phone and the phone would ring at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And she would be like, you know, my dad's name, I'm not going to say my dad's name, but my dad's name Um, is, is Angie's little brother. Okay. And my dad would be like, no, we're we're gonna have to take them to the hospital. We were in Oklahoma; she was in Dallas. Yeah, and she would just know.
0: Yeah, I've had similar um, situation like that. I was uh, I was having some trouble uh, going through some a rough patch, and a friend of mine, and uh, I think she lived in. It was either South Carolina or North Carolina and she called me up and asked me about what was going on. It was yeah, it was it was pretty strange, yeah. You know. Sometimes
1: just... you get linked with people and you don't even realize it until something starts going south with them.
0: Yeah. And I have a friend of mine uh that I met in San Antonio. Uh I lived out lived in a place called uh, Universal City, which is outside of San Antonio. I lived there for a while, a couple of years, and while I was there I met a friend of mine, her name's Mary. And we became pretty good friends. And we became friends through the cryptid world, through Bigfoot, actually. And uh, uh, it wasn't until like months later that she opened up and told me, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive. I'm an empath. You know, I can sense things. And she also called me up during that time. It was like, hey, what's going on? And she'll always call me up uh, at the at the weirdest times and say, hey, Joe, I'm getting this feeling about you. Is this what's going on with you, or whatever? She's always, she's always nailed it every time she calls me. So like anytime I see her uh, on my caller ID, I said, "Okay, she's calling me for this reason. I know exactly why she's calling." So yeah. I have
1: I have a friend like that, and yeah. she is um, she's a witch. And she a couple of years ago I had a heart thing. Um, I had aphid, and one day I was having a bad, bad, bad day. Like I. I couldn't walk across the room. Right. Kind of bad day. And she called and she's like, are you okay? I can't breathe. Are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. And she's like, you need to go to the doctor.
0: Yeah.
1: It's your heart. I'm like, I don't know what it is. So, went to the doctor, turned out I had AFib. They went in they fixed it. I'm just... Right,
0: right. Yeah, my mom has AFib, so I totally get that. And, uh... This
1: stuff is, it's crazy. Um, No amount of herbs, nothing would fix it. I've tried. I've tried every herb you can think of, and none of it would fix it. So I was like, well, I got to go to the real doctor.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad everything worked out for you. Um, Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, Do you pick up on anything other than paranormal stuff? And I'm talking about, like, uh, UFO alien stuff. Do you ever pick up on that?
1: Um, when I was in Texas yes yeah. here, yep. here not so much okay um in in Texas you can it's like when you go out to the desert in West Texas it's like you can feel there's like a shit I don't know ex- exactly how to explain it there's like a shift right and it's like You have parallel dimensions at the same time. Right. Um, The deserts in Arizona and New Mexico are the same way. That's why people feel great in Sedona. Right. Um, Me, personally, I think that we have multiple dimensions around us all the time. Right. I think the crazy people that you hear going... No, I didn't say that. And I think that they're actually talking to somebody else in another dimension. We just yeah. can't see
0: it. Right. Yeah, um, it, Yeah. that's something I say all, all the time, too. When you see these, you know, and I'm saying in quotes, a, a crazy person on the street, often wonder if maybe they're just picking up on something we, we're not. You know, they're seeing something that we're not. Yeah. And uh, maybe whatever mental issues that they're having is uh allowing them to be that antenna or that conduit whatever you want to call it you know
1: i think that children that are um special yeah i believe that they are the next generation of human and i believe that they are that our dna has been tweaked over the past hundred years to make the next generation. Because right. if you look at all these, all these special needs kids that are, they play piano. That Some kids play football. Some kids play tennis. Some kids are like my son and they can, my son just became an Eagle Scout. Yeah. If it comes to camping, outdoors stuff like that, he's all over. It. Yeah. Um, I believe that aliens have. Um, I know my friends and my family are watching this. Um, I'm. I am almost positive that our DNA has been tweaked, oh, and yeah. that's why these we have so much more of an uptick of autistic children, mm-hmm. because if you look at it over the last hundred years, it was like there's. Autism, which autism has always been around, but now it's like up here instead of way down here.
0: Right.
1: And I believe that they are the next generation, next evolution of humans. Okay. I know that sounds, I know that makes me sound like I'm crazy. Do you think cryptos and aliens could be humans? Yes, I do. Um, Yes. I believe. Okay, so this is my theory, and I said this on my show the other night. I think that the only reason why we never find cryptid bones or cryptid bodies or Bigfoot, Dogman, um, Wendigo, all of these cryptids, I believe that they are able to somehow pass through a portal. And they are able to go to another dimension and go there instead of us being able to see them. Like, you, there's so many reports that Bigfoot will walk behind a tree and disappear.
0: Right.
1: Or that dogmen are able to jump over entire roadways and then they just disappear. They're not in the trees. They're not anywhere. They're just gone. I believe that they are. I don't think they're of this planet, and I think that they are able to open up portals um, to other dimensions. I don't right. know how you
0: feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't. I don't really have a, a definite answer on the cryptids. Um, you know, I think there's something a little bit more to it than what than what people think. You know, uh, I've certainly uh, have heard my share of stories, you know, and uh, from people that I know that are credible people, you know, that have seen some crazy stuff, you know, family members. Uh, so, you know, I'll never tell anyone that's not what you saw because I think that it would be uh, short sighted of me. You know, mm-hmm. if I want to sit here and do this show and talk about sharing information and uh, giving people good good. Uh, good knowledge here, you know, share some, share some knowledge, I think it would be short-sighted of me and closed-minded of me to say, well, that's not what happened, or that's not what you saw, or that's not what you experienced, you know. Uh, I believe so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, Because not everybody sees... How do you have that one guy in, you know, redneck Texas that is the one that sees the UFO right? but nobody else saw it?
0: Right. Or, uh, so like, I had some family members, that, uh, I'm not sure if you know where Madisonville's at, in north of Houston, maybe a couple hours north of Houston. Uh, he had, on his dad's side, his grandfather had land up there, one of my cousins said, his, his, his dad's father, his grandfather, had land up there in Madisonville. And they all saw, uh, there was like 20 of them, they all saw a Bigfoot, and they chased it. And it they, they went through the woods. It ran through the woods. It ran through the clearing. And when they got to the clearing, they saw it just disappeared right in front of them, you know, in front of twenty people, you know. Like were they all smoking the same stuff? Were they all doing the same drugs? You know, <laughs> you know. I can assure Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, they couldn't have all been hallucinating, you know, at the same time, you know. So, you know, but no, it's like a traffic it. accident.
1: You're right. going to see one thing, I'm going to see another thing, and somebody else is going to see something else. But you take those three stories, and you combine them, and you find the whole story. But right. Everybody's got the same story.
0: Right. Right.
1: And that's got to be, you have to consider that as credible. Right. Because things just don't disappear.
0: Right, yeah.
1: You know, I mean, even Harry Houdini and, uh, you know, uh, Copperfield, they yeah. they do they do illusion,
0: right?
1: There's, you know, maybe they maybe they have a, I know this is a, a elite, but maybe they have a closing light. Maybe they're maybe they have a doorway and mm-hmm. they can see it and we can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People are gonna That's look just, at you and go, "Why be. did you have her on?" You? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: No, that's good. That's good. Um, You know, when you were talking about kids earlier, I wrote this down, you were talking about kids early, and, you know, especially smaller children. uh, Do you believe in reincarnation? Yeah. Yeah, do you believe that, uh, especially like uh, among kids, they seem to have a little bit stronger uh, connection to their past life, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Why do you think that is? You think it's, I I don't know if it makes sense, but you think it's because they're so new, <laughs> you know what I'm yes. saying? When in the middle, okay.
1: Yeah, because you look at the like I saw this thing on um, YouTube the other day. There's a three year old that could tell them every single thing that happened during a battle of World War Two, right? Down to what the leather of the jacket smelled like,
0: right?
1: But by the time he was nine, and he had been conditioned to to under to know that, oh, this, you can't know that. Right. Because we're horrible to tell our children, you didn't really see that. That, you, that. that didn't happen. Right. Parents, we want to protect our kids, but sometimes we make them forget where they actually came from.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't, this is not the first time I've been here. Right, yeah. Um, yeah me too. I think it's six times. Right. That you know, I was I went to a medium and we talked and you know she regressed me and according to her I've been here six times. Right. And you know, every time I've been just like I am right now, which aggravates people, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I always tell people I don't know why I picked to come here, you know.
1: Yeah. I yeah. you know, if I if I could go back to any time, I would go to Victorian America. It was a great time. spiritualism was everywhere, like witches were accepted, spiritualists were accepted the you know the unknown was ex- and that's when they actually came up with the idea of uh, reincarnation in the United States was during the victorian era hmm. yeah, was I've
0: always- yeah. Uh, yeah um. I think I remember that story about the little boy. Yeah, he was even talking about um, airplanes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about the airplanes that that he flew or that he was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that story.
1: He was talking about how he could see how what the um, what the stick felt like, the thing that they do with the plane was back then. Yeah. Um,
0: I think even the ship he flew from. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, the aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flew off, which was one of the smallest ones, I think, in the Pacific at the time. Yeah, it like, yeah, it was, it was extremely small. And
1: how would a three or four year old child know anything yeah. about World War II in that depth?
0: Yeah, I remember seeing one about the a kid who was like, uh, he had this fascination with the Titanic, and he would uh-huh. make different stuff about t- Titanic. And they took him to like an exhibit, and they said he was just like glued to the all the exhibits and. You know, where most kids kind of walk around and glance at stuff. He was, like, really, really absorbing everything and taking it in. I remember that.
1: I I remember seeing that on YouTube, too.
0: Yeah, I I, I really like that kind of stuff. I've never been regressed, but I've been told, you know, I've been here at least one other time uh, by a medium. But uh, I I definitely want to get regressed. You look like a
1: very old soul.
0: Yeah, I've been told that, too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm the kind of witch that they would have burned.
0: So, yeah. What's that?
1: I will, I'm the kind of witch they would have burned. Uh, <laughs> I'm the kind that tells you where to go and how to get there and give you grace. So, and that was the problem with most of the women that they burned in Salem, was they were women who stood up for themselves.
0: Right. And
1: yeah. uh, it's a shame because there were no witches burned in Salem.
0: So, so tell us a little bit about your channel, about your YouTube channel.
1: My YouTube channel is it's Paranormal Quest with Angie and we talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that just like you do. Um, I don't like the same subjects. I don't do a show every night because unfortunately I have too many things going on in my life. Yeah. Um but I do try to do it a couple of times a week. And uh, I I love learning stuff. I love learning about Bigfoot. I love learning about aliens. Um, I've always been fascinated by the tall whites okay. um, or the Nords. I, I want to learn about them. Sure. And uh, I, I love talking with other paranormal people. And, you know, if I get to interview somebody, that's great. And if I don't, I'll just sit there and talk about, you know, witches and vampires. And I know vampires. Yeah. I know vampires. Um, but, you know, the I think that if you talk about one subject, it gets boring very, very fast.
0: Right.
1: So I try to talk about everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing here. I like to talk about everything. And as you can tell, even on my show, I like to talk about everything. I don't really like to label a show as a paranormal show because I'm going to talk about aliens and UFOs and the pyramids. And, uh, I had the pyramids on
1: last night. So,
0: yeah, Yeah, dude, I love pyramid stuff. That's so fascinating. That was, uh, somebody told me that was one of my past lives that I was in a pyramid. Probably. That's why I'm so fascinated by it. And, uh, Ever since I was a little kid, that was something that I've always been fascinated in, and for whatever reason, you know. I
1: also do tarot cards.
0: Oh, okay, nice, That's, Yeah. Um,
1: Norm, I I do tarot cards. I do live reading sometimes. Okay. Um, I haven't had the energy. Like, we have had to remodel completely remodel this house. Yeah. And this has taken up my past year. So, oh, um, but. I'm I'm got the energy now to be able to do because it does take ta- it takes energy. Yeah. To do tarot cards.
0: Yeah, you gotta be in the right state of mind and the right spirit, yeah.
1: Yeah, because if uh if you make me do your tarot cards, you're not going to like what's in it. <laughs> yeah. You're not. Because yeah. the spirit that comes through is gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with you tonight. Yeah.
0: Watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I There's I really gotta I recently oh, into okay. Oracle cards. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I got some behind me. I got two boxes behind me on that. I side. have zombies
1: and gold
0: And then I've got one, obviously, I yeah, guess. So I've got like three sets of tarot cards. I mean, uh, Oracle cards. And, uh, uh, our, uh I think I've, been, I've gotten pretty good at it. Um, when I've done readings, they're fairly accurate, you know. But, uh, just something that I've just, like I said, I've just really kind of, over the last couple of years, really, have opened myself up to a lot more. Mm-hmm. And uh, where I was at one time, I was just strictly Bigfoot, you know, strictly Bigfoot. Uh, for years and years, I didn't pay attention to anything else that wasn't Bigfoot. But then over the last couple of years, I just kind of opened myself up and started uh, listening more, I guess, you know, and, uh, and I'm like a completely different person than I was two years ago
1: sometimes you have to change and change the way you think and then you can grow and you can become something else because we're not meant to stay one thing we're right not. do you believe the spirits can enter someone's body yes um if so why do they try to do that um okay so we're not gonna cuss they like to mess with people mm-hmm. um it is not a spirit trying to get into you it is a demon um spirits very rarely jump into somebody um spirits can inhabit another body but it's only for very short periods of time because it takes so much energy for them to do that, that they run out of energy very, very quickly. It's kind of like a a, a globe. What are they called? A glow bug.
0: Oh, like a lightning bug. bug. A lightning
1: go. bug. Um, it's. I just my ear. Now um, it's like a lightning bug, and they don't have that much energy. But things that jump into people and stay there, those are demons, and. Uh, not all demons are bad. I know that's controversial to say. Right. Not all demons are bad. Um, some demons just want you to hear their side of the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've got a friend of mine named Ken. And he talks about that very subject that he goes, not all demons are bad. And uh, he's actually called on demons to help him remove demons, <laughs> you know, from people's houses or what have you, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, you got to look at it. Lucifer. Um, the d de- the head of all the demons was is an angel, right? So, you know, I think I think a lot of times we are given scrubbed down information about the Bible, right? Um, there are a lot of books missing from the Bible.
0: Yeah, tons of scripture, thousands of scriptures.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. The Bible talks about dinosaurs. The Bible talks about UFOs. The Bible talks about um, heaven and hell on earth,
0: right.
1: because there are people. Oh no, we're, you know we're we have to go through the rapture and all that, dude. We've been going through the rapture for a for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. It's just it hasn't gone to the next step yet. Um, But there are thousands of pieces of of scripture that are not in the Bible. And a lot of them talk about the angels. A lot of them talk about the fallen angels. And, you know, the war that goes on between the angels. You know, uh, supernatural, I hate to say this, but supernatural got a lot of it right when -hmm. they were talking about the, the war between the angels. Um you have good angels, you have bad angels, you got good demons, you got bad demons. You know, I'm right. going to get so much hate now. Yeah. I already know I'm going to get hate
0: now. <laughs> nah, now you won't. You won't. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And the, that's part of why I asked you about reincarnation because I know there are there's scripture, of course, that's not in the Bible that talks about reincarnation. You know, mm-hmm. It's not included in the Bible. They uh, also
1: took out Adam's first wife. Uh, Lilith. Yes. Was that Lilith? Yeah. Lilith was a witch, and she yeah. refused to bow to Adam. She was at the same level as Adam, and, you know, that's why we have so many different people on the earth, not just everybody who looks like. Um, it took me a long time to come to terms with that, because I grew up, my mother was Baptist, my dad was Methodist, and we grew up in church. And every Sunday, we heard about Adam and Eve and all this. And I'm like, hold on a minute. How? They were, no. And then it's like, I got into college, and I started talking to my friends that did philosophy and all this. And they're like, Angie, her name is Lilith. Here's the scripture. And I'm like, and that opened up everything. I'm like, oh, my God, that makes so much more sense. Right. Because how did Adam and Eve have two boys, but they went to a village and they married a girl? Right. That doesn't make sense. No. Um, So, you know, it was, you have to open your eyes. And I think that's what a lot of people don't like. They want you to not open your eyes. And they want you to just believe what they say. And then you end up with, uh, people like Jim Jones and David Koresh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, the guy that had the, the asteroid guy that said, if they killed themselves, they would go up into the comet.
0: Was that Bob? I want to say his name was Bob.
1: I think so. And he was like out in California. And they all died with Nikes on and all this stuff. And it was like back in the nineties. Right. Um, my most influential person, you asked me this in the beginning. My most influential person in paranormal was Art Bell.
0: Right.
1: I listened to Art Bell.
0: My my youngest daughter is
1: twenty eight and Great. she had colic and I had to walk the floors and one night. I was listening to, I turned it on AM radio just for whatever. There was no music. It was just talk. And there was this guy named Art Bell. And I was hooked from that day forward. And Art Bell is the reason why I know about cryptids and why I know about Middle Earth and why, you know, um, I know about UFOs.
0: Yeah.
1: So all the credit goes to Art, too. Left us
0: way too soon. Like, got a, my youngest is twenty two, and she recently discovered Art Bell, so she was like, "Always show me, hey Dad, look at this. Have you seen this?" I'm like, "Yes, I've seen yeah. that. <laughs> Have you heard this episode?" Uh, yeah, I've heard that episode. <laughs> you know, yeah. Hey Beth, how you doing? Hi Beth. Call me Beth.
1: Um. Yeah. But Art was. I was living in uh, Splendor, Texas at that point, and at night, I didn't want to go outside because I was terrified of outside. <laughs> we lived in the woods, yeah, and yeah. I know what's in the woods. I've, I've talked to people about what's in the woods.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was out there, uh, I don't know, four or five months ago, and it's still pretty wooded.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, we were actually thinking about moving back to Splendora because that's where my kids, you know, were born and everything else. And and we all voted we're gonna stay in New Jersey because my youngest son is allergic to Texas. Um, you know the little strip in the airplane where the the rampway meets the airplane? Okay. It has that yeah. little air has that little crack right there? Yeah. Texas air hit him. His eyes went to run in. His nose went to run. first. First four days out of our ten day vacation, he was sick. We had yeah. to take him to the emergency room in Irving. It was horrible. Four oh, kid. He's just allergic to Texas. Everything he's allergic to lives there. So yeah. uh, when I go to Texas, I go by myself.
0: Okay.
1: But I go. I come back to Texas.
0: Cool, Miss Angie. We're coming up on our hour here. Is there anything else you want to say to the people, or <laughs> um, some uh, Come or- to check out
1: my channel. It's uh, a Paranormal Quest with Angie, and uh, you know we talk about this and that, just like Joe does. And uh, I would, I, I cannot tell you how awesome this has been. It doesn't even seem like it's been an hour.
0: Right. Yeah. And yeah, you guys need to definitely check the show out on the 11th. Is that when I'll be on there? yes yeah yes so in two days i'll be on her show and we'll probably be talking more about this same kind of stuff and uh you guys can hear some of my crazy stories Mm -hmm. and
1: uh i can't wait i love crazy stories bring
0: your best there you go yeah yeah i (laughs) certainly will and uh yeah thanks to everyone in the chat room man i really appreciate you guys you guys always do such a great job so i appreciate that
1: hey katrina that's my cousin katrina
0: uh, what's, the name, uh, what's the name of your show again?
1: It is A Paranormal Quest with Angie.
0: A Paranormal Quest with Angie. Yes. So check that out, Brian. I'll be on there on, like I said, on the 11th. Did we pick a time yet? Same time? Uh, No, I think
1: it's 9
0: o'clock. Your I turn? I it's 9 o'clock
1: for me and eight, 8 o'clock for
0: you. Yeah, so I'll be on there on the 11th at 8 o'clock, my time, 9 o'clock, Angie's time.
1: Because fun fact, I am a Scoutmaster, and I actually have Scouts at night, so I have to go be an adult and
0: go uh, do that stuff. Be an yeah, adult, yeah. Yay. Well,
1: well,
0: thank cool. you all.
1: Y'all had great questions. Thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you very much, Angie. I do appreciate you coming on the show. And like I said, I'll see you Thursday. Okay. Right yeah, go Thursday. Thank you, you. Have a good night. Have good a night, great guys. night. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.